Welcome to the XYZ Podcast. I'm millennial producer Tony. Joining me as always are our hosts, Gen X Brian. Good to see ya. And Gen Z Winston. What it do? Uh, what's everybody <laughs> drinking tonight? Clearly it's a, it's a Saturday evening because we all have beverages in hand, so cheers. I'm holding up mine, which is a lovely bourbon. Pinky's up, Brian. I do I do like that Brian's always like, I've got I've got bourbon, but he won't he's like, no free advertising. I won't tell you what it is. <laughs> this one is actually, yeah. The the past ones have been a little bit uh not not embarrassing, but whiskey snobs would definitely look down their nose at previous ones. This was a Christmas present. It's uh Davidson's Reserve. Mm. So it's got a little more kick to it. It's very good. But I have a boozy alcoholic milkshake a Reese's Pieces one and <laughs> I, I made sure to crush up some Reese's Pieces and put it on the inside so I have it's like good a little, I hear chewing is great time. for podcasts <laughs> and then I'm, Tony what did you have you had something that looked nice I got my typical cider and black my Epcot nice. drink there you go give Epcot some free plugs and then maybe they could send us down there that's it Disney <laughs> Disney needs the money to help with their lawsuit right now so good oh, grief yeah, right. man oh <laughs> I, I've been reading that and it's just, it's insane, but that could go on forever. So we yeah. don't even get into that. That's something we were talking about just recently. Winston, I asked you the question, do you know the phrase jumping mm. the shark? <laughs> I do not. What is up? I want to have, as always, I'd, oh, like yeah. to have, I'd like to have you guess first. <laughs> Straight out no, of the gate. What is jumping, jumping the, the shark? shark? Jumping the shark? Yeah. Is what do you like, think that is in reference to? Is that like getting a head start on something? That's a that's a solid guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... But it's 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 a reference to television. Oh. A reference to television. Is this, Yeah, this so te- it's a phrase used in entertainment. Kickstarting something maybe? Like producing <laughs> something and or I don't know. I mean, I've heard of swimming with the shark, but jumping with the shark. Jumping, jumping, the sh- the jumping the shark. Jumping the shark. I, I've I've this... yet to hear that. No. So, so I, I have we... zero idea. Okay, so did we did we cover whether or not you know what Happy Days is? Right, we talked about we that talked the other day. It. Right, yeah. okay, Happy Days. The Off show. Air. The original conversation started with you. You said that you Fonzied your speakers, <laughs> and then we had to explain. <laughs> That's what right, Fonzie what, was, what and then we had to go back and explain what Happy Days Happy was. was. Happy Days was a show in the in the eighties. It ran in the 80s, 70s, 70s, and then was syndicated forever, yeah. which, t- yeah, but the Happy Days took place in the 50s. Now, why, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tie this whole thing back around to Weezer here shortly. And, and so <laughs> they had this cool guy, Fonzie, which would be a little bit weird now why this like older guy was constantly hanging around these, these kids, you know, he would be deemed a, a predator at this point. He was harmless. <laughs> he was harmless. But if suddenly you got this older guy in a leather jacket hanging around the, the, the malt shop where all the young high school kids are hanging hanging out that would be cause for concern these days <laughs> but in the show it was totally fine he was a good guy uh the ladies loved him and he was just the pinnacle of cool and my reference to fonzing something is he would walk inside the soda sh- or al's right al's mm-hmm. was the 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 restaurant where they all hung out and he didn't have to put coins in the jukebox he would just pound it with his fist and immediately songs would start playing like that's how cool he was for some reason, like anytime I slap something on the side to get it to work, you know, an old TV. And again, you don't really do that with digital stuff. But back in the day, you'd have a TV whose tube was on the fritz. You'd smack the side of the TV and it would it would work out. It would sometimes right. fix itself. All that's the build up to jumping the shark. Jumping the shark refers to anything now that has basically on the downhill slope of popularity. Mm-hmm. 
So if you have a show, typically TV shows where they go, all right, well, this has jumped the shark. It's all in reference to an episode of Happy Days where the Fonz was water skiing and jumped (laughs) over a shark in the show. And everybody, this show being very popular, after that episode, everyone was just like, what the hell was that? (laughs) I don't don't know what's going on here anymore. And I don't think I'm into it. So I think I'm done. Yeah. (laughs) So anytime, (laughs) anytime a series does something so incredibly ridiculous that everyone's like, I'm out. Yeah. That show has jumped the shark. It's that's jumped the shark. Funny. It's it's, it's <laughs> past it's past its prime. Yeah. Oh man, that's pretty but good. The fact that I, it's very eleven seasons. Happy Days went on. So I mean, you got to give them. So that's a, that's a long time for a show to be on the air. Started oh nineteen seventy four. So Happy Days is as old as I am. Yikes. So hey, yeah. So eleven seasons. Most sitcoms are lucky to run seven, six, seven seasons these days. So yeah, but I don't even know what season it was. But by season eleven, they were running out of ideas for the what these what these folks had to do. So for whatever reason, Fonzie the cool guy, he was a badass. He's water skiing, which is just kind of funny in his leather jacket. If I'm in not his mistaken, leather jacket? yeah, oh, right. Man. And and he jumped over the shark, and that that somehow that term became yeah, like okay, this is past its prime. It's jumped the shark. That's so hilarious. Because I mean, yeah. I know I know for a fact that I have experienced TV show where I I'm just like yeah, I'm out of here, or you were just getting so ridiculous, like jump the shark type of thing. But not once have people my age or me ever said, oh, the show like the show jumped the shark. Because like to, off the top of my head, it's Riverdale. Like Riverdale got so terrible after season one, and everybody is like. Oh man, it just went downhill. But like, we never referenced the the phrase "jump the shark." No, okay. Well, yeah. it, I liked yeah. that saying because it was really funny. Because it was yeah. that, that's like a fun way to say the show used to be great, but it kind of sucks now. You need a context for it. I mean, if we've never mm-hmm. seen Happy Day or know the cultural impact of that episode where he jumped over the shark, we wouldn't we wouldn't be able to use that phrase, right? I would have just thought it was one of those phrases that transcended it, that people use it and don't realize where it came from. But I'll say this before you continue. Um, (laughs) It was in the fifth season that episode happened. Oh, (laughs) jeez! It was only the fifth season, and there is a ridiculous picture of the Fonz on water skis in <laughs> swim trunks wearing that leather jacket yes, uh, can, yes. You, can you share the can you share your screen i want to see it we're really driving this to a visual podcast because we yeah. audience, talking the audience doesn't need to see it, it <laughs> they, can, they, they can google all they yeah. have to google is fonz jumping the shark <laughs> that's hilarious he's actually wearing his leather jacket yeah that's it's, pretty freaking funny man. But the, to tie it back to Weezer, it, the video for Buddy Holly mm-hmm. incorporates footage from Happy Days and even has the Fonz in the video dancing. <laughs> they My, hired the Fonz to show up in the Weezer music video? No, they. that was when the technology of being able to, like, after, okay, so after Forrest Gump, okay, another another movie question. This could be on Winston's watch list. Have you seen Forrest Gump? I've heard of it. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, <laughs> Winston! Forrest no! Gump! Cultural touchstone. Like, what That's a, a more recent movie. That's Yeah, I thought it was. It is. I know I know a lot about it. I know a, a ton about it, but I just never oh. like was like, oh, let me just sit down and watch Forrest Gump of all movies. Let's reiterate that Winston was a film major right hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on before you go i, I gotta see what year this movie came out 
I'm guessing 94. 94. That's before I was born. It don't count. It Did you check me on that? Is that correct? I'm yeah, just it is 94. Oh, I just Googled okay. it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so it's it's before my time. So I don't have I'm not obligated to go back and watch it. So only <laughs> movies. Okay, when were you born? 1999. So we'll start nice. at 2000 and up. Okay. Right? <laughs> That's, that's 20 I mean, years. That's, that's 23 that's, years. That's 23 years worth of films. But yeah. I think uh, I, I think everybody's realized that they ran out of ideas a long time ago. So everything oh, is just rehashes of rehashes of rehashes. Mm-hmm. Forrest Gump was was an original. It had cutting edge uh, uh, like graphics at the time, like because they were able to superimpose Tom Hanks as Forrest Gump in these like historical instances mm. of where he showed up in history. It's it's a great movie. It's like, again, yes. that's like one of those, I, I'm not going to try and sell you on, on The Wizard of Oz as a cultural movie, but Forrest Gump, I would say, equally important movie in history. I'll tell you what, since there's going to be a remake or prequel or whatever to Wizard of Oz, <laughs> I will watch that when it comes out and I will uh, get back to you. Who is it that we, that we found out was going to play um, Oz? It was... Uh, oh, no, 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 Wicked. Wicked yeah, is, is coming Wicked. Yeah, this, this is, is Wicked. Wicked. This was a... It's Wicked a it is you. You'd have to watch Wizard of Oz first and what? then see it's, Wicked. That's wait, not what? how it works. Trust me. <laughs> I thought Wicked was a prequel. It is a prequel, but you'd have to watch them in reverse order for Wicked to really make sense. <sighs> I've never, I've never seen Wicked. It's just fantastic. A play, right? I, it's a play, yes. right? You saw it's, the play. It's a musical play. It's a it's a Broadway production. Highly, highly recommended. It. It's one of my favorites. Um, I was just gonna watch it for Ariana Grande, but now I have homework. We're gonna we're gonna have to just say okay, Winston. We can't record any more podcasts until <laughs> you watch the eighty-seven movies and listen to the ninety-seven songs we've referenced. I'd like you to be able to to duet, bust a move with Tony oh, on, uh, ver- verse for verse. You guys need trade <laughs> trade verses on bust a move. Bust it! Oh, it's hilarious. No, yeah, okay. So Forrest Gump. All I know about Forrest Gump is like he runs a lot. That's, right, right. Hey, to be to be fair. Whenever I was searching for a scump here, there is a small little animation at the top of Google about him running. Wow. What did I say? Yeah, exactly. you got it. Yeah. Okay. Nailed right. it. Yeah. I, I thought it was a movie about him wanting to be a runner. <laughs> no, it is about this human being that somehow is connected to all of these crazy events through yeah, the, his life. It'll make it'll make you cry. Sally Field plays his mom. It's 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 a heartwarming uh, t- and Lieutenant Dan. I mean, it's it's yeah. I can't it's believe funny, you it's sad. It it's just a good story. Yeah, it's, it got that good old ninety values in the movie, right? So okay, <laughs> so na- yeah, so nineteen ninety four. They had, <clears throat> they were start. You know, this is where where the state of uh, special effects was. You and yeah. they were able to insert him. Uh, with all of these historical, you know, they'd show like historical films and then you see Forrest Gump in the background. I mean, it Ooh. would be nothing to do today, but at the time it was kind of groundbreaking. Time to get back to Happy Days and the Buddy Holly video for Weezer. They used some of that technology, probably same year. Uh, they used some of that technology to put the fellas of Weezer into an episode of Happy Days and, cool. the, and the Fonz you see dancing, doing ridiculous dancing. I cannot believe he jumped the shark in season five. <laughs> How many so, seasons did you say there was? Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> That's it. That's insane in sitcom lifetime. See, but it clearly, yeah. clearly the phase didn't work because if they jumped the shark, it wasn't on a decline if they got six more seasons out of it. 
Well, there were much fewer things on TV back then. You did not have oh, cable, you yeah. know, and you, you did not you couldn't binge watch anything. You had to wait for the next episode to come up. <laughs> People were hate watching. <laughs> they did. They loved it. I mean, the characters, <clears throat> the characters on Happy Days were lovable. I mean, oh, it was okay. whole, it was wholesome entertainment, uh, you know, on TV. Right, right. That's fair. That's fair. But so, Holly by Weezer was 1994 as well. There you go. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That's so they, cool. so they, took, they took that technology used in Forrest Gump and then incorporated it into the Weezer video. Gotcha. No, that's super sick. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't, I haven't listened to like any of the Weezer songs. So what, what would you say is their best album? I don't know all their albums to make that qualification. I'll give you oh. a guess. It's all colors. Blue, the blue album? There's a green one. Is there's there a, a green teal. one? Yeah, there's a green one, teal one, blue, and then I think that's about it on color. Oh, there's a red one, too. Speaking of colored albums, Danger Mouse took the black album by Jay-Z and the white album by the Beatles and did... It wasn't even a mashup so much as he took beats and, and samples from the Beatles album and laid sort of the, the musical foundation and then took the lyrics from the Black Album and put Jay-Z over top of these recreated Beatles tracks. That's pretty cool. It's It was amazing. Yeah. So it, it was called the Grey Album. I don't remember when that came mm. out, but but clearly... 2000, 2004, it looks okay, like. Okay. The Grey Album came out and he was like, you know, he put this album out. And it was more just an exercise of like, can I, you know, can I do this? some really, really cool songs on it. And of course, EMI, who owns the, a lot of the Beatles stuff, was not exactly amused with him sampling the Beatles, uh, right. you know, to put out this, what what I consider and what many consider was like an entirely new work of like these Jay-Z songs with these crazy Beatles. I don't know. I'm sure you can still find it on some corners of the internet. But uh, right. yeah, the, the Grey album by Danger Mouse was something very cool that came out back then talking about, um, you know, color named albums. But speaking of Weezer, I think so. I listened to one song from the Blue Album and another song from the Green Album. The one from the Blue Album is "Say It Ain't So," which is "Say It Ain't I, So." Yeah, great song. Good. Uh, the Green Album I listened to. Uh, Islands in, in the, the Sun. Islands in the Sun. That's the other one. Yeah, just just single. Island yeah. in the sun. I, island. Oh, one singular island. I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're starting to get to, you're starting to get into islands in the stream territory, which is oh. a very different. He <laughs> very doesn't different know what that is. He does I don't not know what, know that, what that, is. that. No, that's Dolly Parton and uh, Kenny. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Rogers. Kenny G. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, I I listened to a Dolly Parton Kenny G mashup. That's, that's awesome. good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact about Kenny G, which I forget what his actual name is. It's Kenny something. He's he's Jewish, but he has one of the best-selling Christmas albums of all time. Really? I love that fact. Yes. Oh, People love hilarious. his his smooth soprano saxophone sounds. Gorlick. Kenny <laughs> Gorlick. Kenny Gorlick. <laughs> no wonder he shortens his name. To Kenny G. I would too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you guys see recently that um uh netflix is gonna discontinue their dvd service yes and in addition to that crack down on the passwords yeah so that should be interesting i i found that funny that people are still getting dvds i was i would say i was a fairly early adopter of the netflix dvd thing and I, I, yeah, Winston, and I talked about this a little bit yeah. the other day about the cool thing about the DVDs was, I mean, their selection was unbelievable. Right. And so you would go online and, I, you know, I imagine most people these days have just have the streaming plan, but you would go online 
and you had your queue. So you would load up your queue with movies and on DVD, they had unbelievably rare stuff, like crazy amount, like documentaries, foreign films, obscure uh, horror films, all sorts of stuff that was, you know, it was, it was the best of a video store. Right. Which makes me want to ask you, have you ever rented? So, so we I can go back about the demise of the video store, but video stores then pivoted to DVDs. Did you, have you ever rented a DVD in a, like a blockbuster or a Hollywood video or something? No, but I got it from Redbox. Does that count? Like, I mean, that was, that was more my time. <laughs> the Redbox was sort of, and then, and then Blue Box, Blockbuster tried to keep up, but Redbox, oh, really? yeah, yeah, they had a Blue Box for a minute, which was them, tr- their last gasp of like trying to stay relevant. <laughs> Uh, of the video store but we'll, we'll yeah. go back to the video store in a second because i know tony has memories as as i do of going to the video store it was a big deal but for netflix you sign up for the dvds unlimited dvds or you they had different plans but the, the whole thing was like okay you you have this queue full of movies and you would put what you want next like okay i've got you know i've got 100 movies in my queue but i want to see this next and so you put that at the first spot right. and they would they would then you know send that movie to you as soon as they received the one that you had watched you would uh get the next movie sent to you and i don't even know where the shipping location was but we got them in a day or two here you'd have a list of 100 movies that you wanted to watch and you could you could change their their position in the queue their pull position if you was suddenly like oh i want to watch dude, where's my car <laughs> and move that up to the top of the queue. You, neither of you probably even know that movie. I've heard of it yes. actually. Surprisingly. Oh, really? Yeah. Ashton that's Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher, yeah. right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a horrible movie, by the way, but <laughs> it's a stoner comedy. You can move that to the top of your queue. And then, and then right. once they receive the movie you were watching, once Winston returned his copy of the wizard of Oz, they would send you dude, where's my car next? Because you moved that up to number one. Oh, if they didn't have that, if it was out in the rare instance that several people were clamoring for that movie at the same time, they would then go to the next one in your queue. So you had like the top two spots were the ones you were likely to get next mm. sent to you in the mail in this sleeve uh, that you would then watch the movie as fast as you could because then you'd send it back. And, you know, if you could cram in, you know, three or four movies in a month, you were getting your money's worth rather than going to the video store and renting it. Um, or you sat with Bridge on the River Kwai for... <laughs> months going i'm gonna watch it someday i'm gonna get around to it i heard it's a classic i've never said yeah yeah i'm I'm, I'm, I'm holding on to bridge on the river kwai and dr Zhivago's next i'm there just the top movies on the list i remember this my wife and i we we got um rosebud i'm gonna say rosebud tony's laughing mid drink what is that movie Rosebud. Oh, don't put me on a spot like this now either. Dang. Considered one of the greatest films of all time. Winston, former film major. Okay. Rosebud. Rosebud? Is that a oh. character? No, that's that's the last thing oh. that's that's uttered, whispered with a very close Citizen up Kane. of lips. Citizen, Citizen Kane. Kane. Right. Yeah, I exactly. learned about it in school. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Citizen <laughs> Kane, considered one of the greatest movies of all time, right. was on our list. Sat in that Tony's example actually happened. Uh, sat on sat on the entertainment center for several days, and then we finally watched mm-hmm. it. We're like, I don't know if I'm too dumb to understand that, but what was that? Like, I I I, I really felt like I didn't get it, but you yeah. know, no, believe me, I I didn't like it either. I had to watch it for a class, and I was like, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> I went through this period where, when we had Netflix with DVDs, loaded up the classics. 
I'd already seen Wizard of Oz, so not necessary. But I think one of the first ones was Casablanca. Casablanca, oh, however, yeah, however you want to say yeah. it. The White House, Casablanca. <laughs> and Gone with the Wind was another one that I thought was a historically accurate depiction of what happened in Atlanta <laughs> during this time. I was very disappointed to find out that it was not historically accurate. <laughs> this amazing, culturally significant movie was a bit of fiction. And I, I didn't, I didn't like it. I, I, and say Casablanca, Gone with the Wind. They weren't horrible, but again, it was just like, okay, what did I miss there? So here's my thing. I never understand how this works. So if you rent a DVD, there's no like, they, they just charge you like 14 bucks a month, and you can keep that DVD for as long as you want. Right. It obviously it wasn't mm-hmm. 14 bucks a month when we started. It was something oh, okay. much, much lower than that. Wow. You can keep it as long as you want. So Tony's copy of Bridge Over the River Kwai cost him $15 that month. But say we were we were really rocking through movies. We watched it the day I got it, turned it back, and then got a movie in another day or two. That was the beauty of it. Going back to Blockbuster, you go to the store, which was an event in and of itself. And you'd pick out a movie. You didn't necessarily know what you were going to get. Or if there was, you know, a new release, you might be trying to get there. But, you know, they'd have six or seven copies. But if you got there too late, they were all rented out. So you were out of luck. So you're out of luck for whatever the new release was. But then you walk around the video store and you're like, okay, the video store is laid out. You've got your boxes, your VHS boxes all propped up. You're like, what looks good? Do I want to watch, you know, um, Leprechaun 2? Do I want to watch... bride of chucky do i you know you'd you'd walk through and you were literally maybe renting the movie based on the cover of the movie but here's even a weirder thing i don't know if blockbuster has had these but this is hilarious and winston i i kid you not i don't know if tony will even remember this mom and pop video stores back in the day you walk into the video store you had your rows of boxes of the movies you'd rent hey there's et there's this that and the other thing in the back of the video store, there the was this beaded curtain. Yes, Tony knows about the beaded curtain. It's What's either it was either a beaded curtain? curtain or like a saloon door. Oh god, <laughs> is that what to keep the the adult stuff? Exactly, oh, nailed it. Yeah, yes. That's funny. <laughs> yes, and they always have funny. a mirror above there so the employees could see who was going in and out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yes, in today's context, unbelievably off the creepy charts. Yeah. But back in the day, if you wanted to get those type of movies, here's a fun fact that I read about recently, and I didn't know this. The reason, okay, let me pause. Winston, VHS uh, Betamax, not Betamax, Betamax from not not Betamax from Big Heroes. Uh, that's Big Max. No, wait, what? It's Betamax. Betamax. Oh, Betamax. that is Beta, Be- Betamax. Betamax. Yeah, Betamax. Betamax. Uh-huh. Okay, so back when. VCRs came out. There were two formats. Okay. Liken it to uh well, it'd have been HD DVD or Blu-ray. Was right. was the most current sort of format war. Back and forth. Yeah. B- yeah. B- do you yeah. remember H- that, Winston? HD DVD yeah. versus okay. Blu-ray. Okay. Blu-ray, yeah. So back in the VHS days, in the in the VCR days, there were two types of formats: Betamax, mm-hmm. VHS. Betamax was far superior in quality. It just looked and sounded better than vhs like if you want if you put in a vhs tape today it looks horrible it's like listening to a cassette tape for audio it's grainy it's you know the sound wasn't great but which is funny because it's got like a very it's a distinct 
look and feel, which they've, you know, certain filters and stuff right. trying to replicate that VHS look. But back in the day, I keep saying back in the day, you know, like we're back in my day. I know. <laughs> I, might, I might as well just have a cane and a gray beard down to my kneecaps. VHS and Betamax were competing. And I even remember going into the store renting E.T. when it came out. Have you seen E.T.? No. Oh, my gosh, Tony. What are we going to uh, do? One day, one day we'll hit on a, on a movie Winston has seen. I mean, today I can, is not that day yet. OK, I can understand Wizard of Oz. I can even possibly understand Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but I cannot understand <laughs> E.T., the extraterrestrial. I watch Stranger Things. Does that count? It's basically E.T. No. <laughs> it's not E.T. No. Those aliens <laughs> want to tear your face off. E.T. was lovable. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He healed you with his glowing finger. He did. He ate Reese's Pieces. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one of the biggest reasons why I didn't want to watch E.T. How ugly the alien looked. He was so ugly. He was cute. I had an E.T. doll as a young kid. Oh, I had a God. Little, a little pleather E.T. doll that I loved. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That, uh, that was basically the rise of Reese's Pieces, actually. Really? Yes. yes they, that's were, another, yeah. they wanted to use M&Ms for the movie, and Mars said no. So they went to Hershey, and they went, here you go. Reese's Pieces. <laughs> that's Reese's the only reason they exist. Skyrocketed. Oh, skyrocketed. Man. M&M's missed the boat on that one hugely. That's why okay. you can enjoy your shake tonight, thanks to ET. <laughs> yes. Way to tie it back. Way to tie That's it great. back. But oh, VHS versus Betamax. The mm -hmm. reason, and again, I just recently learned this was the reason VHS won out, even though it was an inferior product, was the films behind the the beaded curtains and saloon doors. Oh, that. really? Yeah. We're all a majority for whatever reason were released on VHS. And because of that, suddenly there was a lot of triple X films on VHS. And, you know, that's what sent it as the predominant format. Do you want to um, know why Blu-ray won out over HD DVD? I do. Is it the also same reason? Ah, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> really? The same reason. <laughs> really? Oh, oh yeah. Man. Well, Never, but you, also, can thank, you can thank the adult industry for a lot of tech advances. But, but to surprisingly, Blu-ray won that by a landslide because I think also because of games too, if I remember correctly, like all of the PlayStation Three games were Blu-ray discs. <laughs> Porn industry. <laughs> there you go. Hey, hey. only fans is doing nothing for physical media, I suppose, at this point. Well, I don't think I think that's I think physical media is dying out. I don't think anybody is like yeah, no. deliberately uh, going to buy porn DVD anymore in this day and age. <laughs> give you that <laughs> you probably get those weird black plastic bag and you walk out of the store, everybody just know what you have in it. <laughs> well, there used to be there used to be theaters. Before? You used to go uh, listen, you want to know why you want to know why uh Paul Rubin, aka Pee Wee Herman, got himself in trouble? Oh. That's why oh. it used to it used to go to a theater and a bunch of dudes would sit in the same room and watch stuff. Oh, oh. Tony, Tony, we have to oh. stop here. Do you know who Pee Wee Herman is? Uh, yeah. OK. OK, yeah. okay good. Because that doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Good call. Fre yeah. Fred Willard. <laughs> rest in peace. Yeah. Also mm -hmm. similarly got busted for said activity. Who, who's Fred Willard? You'd recognize him if you saw him. Yeah. Have you seen uh -huh. Best in Show? Come on now. <laughs> okay. Have you seen Modern Family? 
Yes. Have you seen Phil Dunphy's dad on Modern Family? Yes. Okay, Fred Willard. That's oh, Fred Willard. okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Fred Willard's been, yeah, he's he was a, a comedy legend. In his later years got caught in some theater. Um and and I I remember seeing the news stories. I believe Pornhub capitalized on it and yeah. were, were offering him free platinum subscriptions That's to hilarious. the to their website so he wouldn't have to visit <laughs> said theaters. Which That's to be funny. fair, the, the the poor guy is just like if that's where you're going, what do you expect everybody's doing in there? You know. <laughs> so so to be fair, it was a it was a theater room. Like like are oh, we talking dear, like a Tony, movie you, theater room? You you first yeah. into weird territory. I'm not okay. sure if the podcast is ready to go into this territory. <laughs> oh, we're labeled properly on all of our platforms. So <laughs> all I was talking about the beaded curtain rooms. That's but, all. Hey, listen, I was you brought it up. <laughs> but my, hold on, I hold did. on. But, but I'm just thinking back about Pee Wee Herman's situation. <laughs> He's just sitting there jacking off. And they're like, hey, is that Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> you know what gave it away? Uh, it, it was it was him over in the corner going, ha <laughs> you can't You can't do that during one of those movies. He came in with his gray suit, laughing like Pee Wee. He rode his red bike there. <laughs> And it was Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I believe it was. <laughs> oh, God. That's oh. hilarious. A very, very different movie. <laughs> oh, God. oh, my goodness. We veered off into weird territory. Oh, <laughs> so I have to ask, how do you know who Pee Wee Herman is, but you've never seen Forrest Gump? I mean, I, I don't know. That's, uh, you know, I just see. I see Pee Wee Herman on the internet with that gray suit and red bow tie all the time. And I think I went down a rabbit hole about it. Uh, but you didn't end up in that corner where yeah. Tony and I are talking about. Part clearly. of my soul does is, is very glad that, that Pee Wee has that cultural significance, at least. <laughs> I loved Pee Wee's Playhouse. I was going to say Pee Wee's Playhouse. It's hard yeah. to say any of these things now after Winston's comments. And after after some bourbon. <laughs> right. Right. Which, which, mind you. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. He had a uh, he had a television show, uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse, and it was freaking hilarious. Yeah. I was probably in the junior high, uh, the same same years like that Weird Al Yankovic really hits not that I want to talk about Weird Al, but just yeah, we Pee Wee Herman to Weird Al seems seems like a logical logical dot connection. That's okay. where uh, Lawrence Fishburne sort of rose in popularity. Yes, he was, he was Cowboy Curtis. <laughs> yes, Larry Fishburne showed up on Pee Wee as Playhouse. a regular. Oh, really? Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah, Pee Wee Herman. Let's see. I'm, I gotta look. Oh wow! Yeah, sure enough, he got a cowboy hat on and everything. That's pretty cool. Before he was Morpheus. He was Cowboy Curtis. So everybody's got to get their start somewhere. What a great right. show. Cowboy Curtis, Miss Yvonne, Jambi. <laughs> Jambi was a head in a box. Make a lick a high. Make a high. Make a high. -ho. How do you know this? Did you ever watch this or were you? Too oh, young? I watched a ton of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Okay. If we if we if we ever decide to be a rewatch podcast, I totally want to do Pee Wee's Playhouse. You, Tony, me watching it because I'm certain the word of the day. Okay. Ah! <laughs> good screaming, everybody. Okay, oh, good. Winston's laughing. I, I've got two stories about the word of the day. Again, we're so off topic now, but I just have to tell you this because this is a hilarious story that's happened to me. So Winston, at the beginning of the show, uh -huh. Pee Wee would look at the camera. A lot of a lot of breaking breaking the uh, what is fourth it breaking wall. the fourth? Thank you, film yeah. major. Uh -huh. Breaking the fourth wall. Pee Wee would look right at the camera and be like, "Today's 
Secret word or word of the day? Oh, don't don't ruin the whole lore here, Brian. He had he had magic screen and he had the robot that would come out. I and know. He, I'm just the talking robot about the word of out. the day. Yeah, but it wasn't just it didn't come out of thin air. <laughs> yeah, program. Okay. Yeah, program the robot. He spits out the word of the day. Okay, sorry. Yeah, the robot spits out the word of the day on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Pee Wee uh, then tear the little receipt off the robot's mm-hmm. body and <laughs> sit and look at the word of the day, and then lean into the camera and say, "The word of the day is quiet." The word of the day is quiet. So when anybody says the magic word. Scream real loud. Scream as loud as you can. Right. <laughs> so the the word of the day was hilarious. They'd introduce that at the beginning of the show, right? You got the word of the day. Then when somebody would say it, they would scream as loud as you can. In my personal life, real life, I'm at a fish concert and we're sitting outside tailgating, uh, having having drinks. And at some point, all of us sitting around the car are talking about something. And I was like, well, make sure you're incognito. The car parked right next to us. The two guys sitting there begin screaming and going, ah, it's the word of the day. It's the word of the day. And I look at them and I'm like, are you kidding? And they're like, you said incognito. And That's hilarious. Lost it. Lost it. I suppose it's a fish show. So it's probably not that out there that this happened, but that legit happened to me. The word of the day. So if if we run out of topics of me asking Winston what the latest swine <laughs> word means or the latest trends of me trying to under, understand this younger generation, we yeah. can always do a Pee Wee's Playhouse rewatch program. I'm cool with it. That'll be that'll be something to do, right? <laughs> um, Winston be like, I don't know what the hell these guys are doing, but yeah, no, I'm super this, confused this, this about <laughs> about Pee Wee Playhouse because what was the demographics here? Like. It was, was a kid's tour? show, and it was oh. just him as the Pee Wee character, and he'd have friends over to this like clubhouse that he had, mm-hmm. and it was very nineties <laughs> looking. There's no way you can explain this without it sounding and weird. I know it's listen. Tell- me and Winston we- watch anime, so we understand how. <laughs> okay, okay, that's true. So Pee Wee, okay. Pee Wee has his zany house, uh, and he'd had he've had all these crazy characters over, and he had like Cherry. It was a talking chair, yeah. and he had Terry. The pterodactyl and zombie was <laughs> the genie was that head, lived in the box a, there. Yeah, floating head in the box. And he would just he would go and do zany things and he'd maybe do an art and you know, arts and crafts thing, you know. Yeah. And he had a he, before tablets, he had a screen on wheels that wheeled around yes. called Magic Screen. And he would CGI jump into Magic Screen and do things. Be like, connect the dots. La 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 la. <laughs> And, you know, it was just like he was connecting dots and he makes something he's like, it's an airplane. And then he'd jump into this CG airplane and fly around. Man, <laughs> you know, so it was weird. it was like an acid trip for kids without having to do drugs. It was weird. It but was totally weird. It was the late 80s, early 90s when the show aired. Yeah. And it was just like, this is normal. Yeah, this is fine. We'll let kids watch this. That's all right. No. Oh, that's that's so funny. So, Tony, you watched it like when it came out. It was five seasons started in 86 until 91 so okay. i i would have been too young to watch it live i suppose it's appropriate we went from the beaded curtain parts of blockbuster or of rent video rental stores to peewee's playhouse i suppose if we can connect the dots la 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 there we go <laughs> that's it <laughs> so this brings me to something else that i want to ask then i would like to ask both of you what were some interesting lies that you were told as children that you just flat out believed. And I'm not oh. talking like Santa Claus or 
Tooth Fairy. Santa Claus and isn't real. Just, I'm sorry for I, any children listening. <laughs> uh, I should have, yeah, yeah. DOA that. Um, Spoiler alert. But uh, I'll give an example. Um, Please. And then my, I want to hear Winston's, then I'll come up with Yeah, tonight. I have one for sure. My dad, anytime me and my brother wanted to go somewhere and he was just not going to have it, he would just tell us, bold faced lie, he go, that they're closed for cleaning. <laughs> Everybody was closed for cleaning so often. I thought that was a normal thing that restaurants and stores and places just did. <laughs> they just shut the whole place down to clean it for the day. And we didn't think any wiser. Oh, man, it was just was... like, hey, can we go to Chuck E. Cheese? Can't. They're closed for cleaning. It's like, oh, okay. That, that sucks. They always seem to be closed for cleaning when we want to go, but whatever. I can't argue that. Sure. Oh, man. That ball pit's a mess. Clean it. <laughs> well, you know it is. Oh, yeah. the, uh, one, the one time Tony gets to go there, he's like, wow, this place is really dirty for a place that's always closed for cleaning. Yeah, like they're not doing a very good job on those days <laughs> off, are they? <laughs> oh, man. Winston, what about you? I've got, I've got, I've, yeah, that's that's fantastic. Okay. And you bought it. You, I, I love the oh, fact that you for it. a while. It was, it was right. probably only a short while because eventually we were like, this Wait sounds a like second. a bunch of BS. Come on. <laughs> this place closed for cleaning the last three times. Times we've asked There's, about it. We just drove past. There's cars parked outside. <laughs> cleaning because no, that's a cleaning crew. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big place. I got to bring in a bunch of people. <laughs> oh, if I ever meet your dad, uh, I'm gonna be like, nicely played, sir. <laughs> uh, um, so my lie. It's not as funny, but when I was a kid, <laughs> when I was a, <laughs> when I was a kid, like one of the biggest lies that I was always told was like. You would get pulled over if you turn on the car light inside a car. And so, like, it's always nah. going to be dark. Yeah. Like, so, like, if, if I'm trying to, like, play something on, on, like, my Nintendo or if I'm, like, trying to read something and I have the lights on, all of a sudden they're going to be like, hey. <laughs> the cops are swooping yeah, in. the cops are going to pull you over so you can't have the lights on. And it was I, illegal or it was going to blind them and they yeah. couldn't drive. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like, it's funny enough, I thought it was just a me thing, but apparently a bunch of kids my age experienced that. I like, imagine were, anybody yeah. listening now are going, we were told the same thing! <laughs> yes, that's BS. Exactly. Yeah, oh. So yeah, that was mine. <laughs> that's great. I have, I have a, a twofer that swallow gum stays in your stomach for seven years. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If you Same thing with a watermelon seed. And I always remember being, I don't know if I believed it, but I was like, everybody said it though. Now I'm like, if you know how the digestive system works, like that's, that's completely ridiculous. But yeah, don't swallow your gum and don't swatter watermelon seeds. And then also I was always super skeptical about like you, after you eat, you can't go swimming for a half or for an hour. Oh, really? Did you hear that one? No, No, it got reduced down to 30 minutes. Once 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I always remember like, what are you, you get, you'll get a cramp and you'll drown. Like mm-hmm. what, I'm, I'm a fairly good swimmer. What are you talking about? But yeah, but the gum too, I was like, I mean, it's not good to swallow gum and I'm sure there's probably some things, but why yeah. would that pa- not pass like any, <laughs> any other thing? It's, it was so funny that you said that because I remember as a kid, right. I went to a concert with, with my mom and dad and my dad had bought some, some gum. So he gave one to me and I'm like chewing it. And I asked my mom right then and there, as I was chewing it, I was like, Hey, is it bad if I swallow gum? She was like, "Yeah, it's really bad. It's gonna stay in your body for years." I was like, "Oh man, okay, I better, I better make sure I don't do that." 
But, you know, as a kid, I don't pay attention. So I ended up swallowing it while we're watching this concert. And I started panicking. I looked at my mom and was like, uh, so I totally like swallowed this piece of gum. Am I going to die now or what? I'm she was screwed. Like, yeah. And she was like, oh, no, you're going to be fine. And I was like, you literally just told me it's in my body for seven <laughs> years. <laughs> like 10 minute switch up is insane. <laughs> Now that it's happened, let me let you in on a secret. We just don't like you to do it. And I'm sure there's legitimate, as an adult, as a parent with children, yeah. I don't have a legitimate reason why. Just don't swallow gum. You don't need yeah. to swallow it. But yeah. yeah. Like, well, that, would you? <laughs> for some reason, everybody got together back then and said, okay, instead of just telling the kids you need to spit your gum out when you're done with it, we'll tell them that it's going to stay in their stomach for seven years. <laughs> Or if you swallow a watermelon seed, a watermelon may grow inside your belly. Yep. We won't just say spit these out because they're not good for your stomach. We'll just, we'll make this horrific thing to make sure they do it. That's weird. That's totally weird. That's going back a couple episodes to the blowing of the Nintendo cartridge thing, which is like everybody knew it, but nobody told anybody else somehow, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But that's, that's sort of the reason if you go, it's hard to find a watermelon with seeds anymore they've engineered them if you summer summer's coming up when you go to the store they're all seedless watermelons there are no black seeded watermelons anymore yeah i'll tell you why some little kid probably swallowed it back in the day it was a man i gotta i gotta genetically modify these things so i never have to grow a watermelon inside of me yeah because that's traumatic (laughs) have any of you heard of the lie about the pop rocks and coke yes which one's that Yes, poor Mikey. <laughs> what what do you think the lie might be? Well, first of all, does Winston know what Pop Rocks are? I remember yeah. when I legit oh. was able to I mean, I went to the store and got them. They were fantastic. Yeah. Do you know you know what Pop yeah, Rocks are? Yeah, it's like right? the candy powder thing that pops right. in your mouth, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Do you know what Tony's referencing? No, I don't know about a Pop Rock and Coke thing. That's that's new to me. We're going to be we're going to modify their behavior by fear and fear alone. That when Pop Rocks came out, there was an urban, it was an urban legend, really, that Mikey, oh gosh, again, Tony, we we're going to go back. Yeah. We, we got to, we got to go back a step. <laughs> everything, everything you have to like go back a step. A I step, know. A step. Okay. So, but we're going back to the, you know, we were do you want this one? The, you want me to handle the commercial? Go, go for the commercial. <laughs> okay. Famous seventies commercial for life cereal. Uh-huh. And there was this kid called Mikey in the commercial and it's like, None of these kids want to eat life because they're like, I don't know if it's any good. It looks kind of bland. And they're like, ah, feed it to Mikey. Mikey will eat anything. So they <laughs> thought, feed no, it Mikey, to him. Mike, no, Mikey didn't like anything. Oh, Mikey didn't like anything. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So they feed it to him and he's going to town on this bowl of life. And everyone's like, ah, <laughs> it, it, Mikey, hey, likes Mikey he it. likes it. Yeah, yeah. So life, life was okay for kids because Mikey liked it. Yeah. Okay, so Mikey's a kid in a commercial of a very popular commercial in the 70s. Right. That's that's part one of this unpacking. <laughs> right. What's part two? What is anybody going to find? I was letting Brian handle that. He was, okay. So there was then a rumor. I was, reading, I, was reading, I was reading the footnotes. I'm sorry. Hold for suspense. <laughs> there was a, Winston's on a the edge of a playground rumor that uh, Mikey died <laughs> he died and not he didn't just die mikey blew up <laughs> mikey <laughs> exploded because he ate pop rocks followed yeah. by drinking coke oh. which the carbonation built up and there was it couldn't release fast enough and mikey boom, blew his head apart boom <laughs> complete lie complete lie 
but so, I'm looking on Snopes just to make sure. I'm yeah. seeing something I haven't seen before. Apparently, this was also followed with another rumor that Bubble Yum Bubblegum contains spiders or their eggs. <laughs> oh, which, they're, they're the Fig Newtons. I thought it was Fig Newtons. Fig Newtons. Now, that's partially true. Fig <laughs> Newtons, the story was always they contained wasps. Wasp eggs, oh. yes. Or my they, dad told they, me they were wasp wings. That was the crunchy bits in them. <laughs> <laughs> and again, believed it for years until finding out that figs actually, in order to fertilize new frig, figs, frigs. Frigs. Friggin', fr- friggin friggin frigs. figs. <laughs> they do wasps help pollinate figs, but will burrow into a fig to help pollinate and stuff and die yeah. in there. So oh, that's God. that is technically true. There may oh. be wasp bits in fig newtons. Protein. Um yeah, it's that's why it's a little crunchy in the in the middle. Fig newtons are delicious. I like them. I didn't like them as a kid. As an adult, I like them. Now the spider uh, eggs things reminds me there was a story and I'm trying to find mm-hmm. out if it's real. The story I heard was a lady licked an envelope and got a paper cut on her tongue and a few weeks later her tongue starts swelling and then she went to the doctor basically they do a quick autopsy and a bunch of spiders come out of her tongue because there were spider eggs in the glue of the envelope that had gotten into her we're turning this into a snopes podcast yeah i'm trying to find out if this is real or not (laughs) we we started with mikey and pop rocks and (laughs) pop rocks and soda I've never okay. heard of it, but I'm like tempted to try it. Like, I feel like that would be really good. Right around the time <clears throat> this rumor was circulating again, this is like in the early 80s when I was a kid growing up. What's funny is we never tried that. I remember hearing it, but we never tried it because that was in, in my neck of the woods. That was when Jolt Cola came out. Mm-hmm. And I remember going up to the White Hen Pantry and getting a Jolt Cola because as a kid, you're like, this has got massive amounts of caffeine. I'm going to get jacked up on caffeine. So we weren't trying to blow our heads up just in case that was that was true. What's a Jolt Cola? Jolt Cola was a, a cola that came out, tasted horrendously bad. It was awful, but it had it. What's funny is it would be like a Red Bull today, probably. Ah, um, I'm seeing it here. All the sugar and twice the caffeine. Yeah, that was yep. their slogan. How much caffeine did it have in it? I wonder. Let me twice. See. <laughs> says says so in the case. 190 milligrams of caffeine. Okay, so yeah. that's fully like an energy drink. So this was yeah. an energy drink before they were marketed as energy drinks. Right. This is the grandfather of uh of Monster. Red Bull. Yeah, and Red Bull, right? Right. I think yeah, yeah. I think Red Bull was first. And I guess they did try and get into the energy drink game, but uh, but yeah, Jolt Cola came out way back when. But yeah, we never we never dared just in case the Pop Rocks thing was true. Yeah. Jolt Cola came out in 1985, so I was uh, I was 11 years old. I need more energy. I'm 11. I need more energy, right? I mean, there's nothing more than the energy of a ch- of a of a child that age. Yeah. But Jolt Cola was there to give you additional energy. <laughs> The, the bug eggs in the envelope glue is is false. Oh. I've, I've looked this up. Um, oh, man. <laughs> have any of you been told the complete falsehood of peeing in the public pool? Oh, where it turned blue or red. purple, oh, whatever, blue. whatever. Red. Yeah, yes. It was. It was always wait, a different so it's color. Not, wait, it's it's not. It's not true. From what I've heard, not true. Never pee in a pool, so I wouldn't know. That's well, <laughs> good on you. I grew up in Indiana, right? So there mm-hmm. were a lot of above ground pools. Yeah. 
a lot of above ground pools. Not if you had an in ground pool, you were Rich. fancy and pre- yes, uh, totally re- exactly. Yeah. Same thing in Pennsylvania, Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had a friend who had an in-ground pool. They even had like a little pool house, like changing room, bathroom. Oh, wow. Yeah. Above the toilet in in the bathroom of the pool house, it said, we don't swim in your toilet, so please don't pee in our pool. And, <laughs> That's and, pretty funny. And then I remember hearing about that, you know, people would say, oh, we, we put the chemical in there that they'll be able to tell that you peed in the pool. It'll turn red if you pee in the pool. Oh, is that that's false, Tony? That's something I believed all my life. I, yeah. I just never peed in pools. So, so here's the thing, right? I always believed it was going to be a darker blue, and that <laughs> only got reinforced because I watched Grown Up with Adam Sandler, and I think it was Grown Up too when he ended up peeing in the pool, and around him was like this dark blue like oh. color. And so I'm like, oh man, it has to be true. So like, I don't ever go and pee in the pool. Off for that reason alone. <laughs> the internet is telling me that the urine indicator dye is a mythical substance that's supposed oh. to be able to react with urine. Yeah, oh. it's, it does not exist. There is no such thing. Hey, I, as far as telling lies to kids, I'm going to say that's a good one. Yeah, I could have done without the bubblegum and the watermelon seeds, but I, I think I think the pool dye is a good one if it keeps people from peeing in your peeing pool. In because, pool. Yeah. I mean, you, you get you get pool water in your mouth. Yeah. You know, You're like you're swimming all of a sudden. Wait, why am I in a hot tub? <laughs> I'm going to bring it back around to, to old school TVs. And uh-huh. so this, this probably only is going to apply to Brian, but Winston, maybe you've heard of this too. Uh-huh. Do you ever have your parents tell you if you sit too close to the TV, you'll go blind? Yes. Yes. yes all the time. My mom still believe it, believe it or not. Yeah. That's There's a topic a- for another day is okay. lies that our parents believe. That's yeah. that's another episode. I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. My mom genuinely believe that if I go to sleep with my phone charging and it's laying next to my head, I will get brain cancer because of the oh yeah radio the radio waves. waves. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's another. There was an another old lie about people believing that you shouldn't go to sleep with a fan on. Oh, then I'm screwed. Whatever it, that's gonna was it because the fan would fall on you? Because that's like a genuine fear that I've had as a kid. I'll look it up. You guys can you're, talk. You're, I'll let you talk about the TV blindness. Wait, yeah. wait, no, I'm, I'm concerned. Are you talking about your ceiling fan? Yeah, ceiling fans. Yeah. Who installs your ceiling fans? That's, that's no, the no, only no. reason. I'm, like, I, it's just like an irrational fear that one day I could gotcha. be sleeping and a fan would come apart and fall on top of me. I suggest installing it. Well, maybe installing it yourself will make that fear. <laughs> maybe, maybe that reinforces that fear. So no, I don't go that I route. I feel like we... Re- I feel like installing it myself would would make that fear go up even higher, if anything. <laughs> oh, so as, as a parent, I try not to lie to my kids. I definitely have not told them that swallowing gum or watermelon seeds will will do any of the aforementioned yeah. things. But do you tell them that their eyesight would get worse if they sit too close to the TV? So, no, because everybody's got a phone. I mean, everybody's yeah. eyesight is going to be screwed because we're all yeah. looking at phones this close right. away. My eyesight is horrible, so... I, I don't know that I was told that, but I, I, I suppose I could believe that because my eyesight, I mean, hereditarily, I, I've got horrible eyesight. I think that has yeah. nothing to do with my proximity to the television than it does my genes. Yeah. But I have heard or read that the reason that so many people have bad vision is because we're indoors. If you are outdoors and you have to look far and you're sort of strengthening that mm-hmm. muscle of the need to look far away that your vision can stay stronger. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's interesting to anybody, but my eyes are horrible. Well, that doesn't work for me since I have like eye issues 
from jeans just like you because I was born with like eyes problems. I was technically supposed to wear glasses since I was a kid, but like we didn't discover it until I was like six years old. And that's when like my parents took me to get my eye examined. And they're like, yeah, uh, your kid eye is definitely weird. So they were you were were you running into walls before that? (laughs) No, no. Surprisingly enough. No, I was nearsighted. So I could see the walls before I hit it. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. We're going into geriatric unfun territory. All this will be edited out because, you know, the, now instead of generational differences, it's like the old man telling the young man what he's about to look forward to. Aches, pains. So apparently Tony. the fan death theory is a Korean oh. a Korean myth, um, oh, possibly possibly used by some Japanese. But it is that if your fan is on throughout the night, you won't wake up. Um, whether that's from asphyxiation, face paralysis, nausea, and like the K-pop songs about that, huh? The the government's (laughs) my favorite twice song. (laughs) Don't sleep with your fan on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But like the media and government and stuff seems to be perpetuating this lie. I'm looking at a, a clip from a July 2011 article saying, a man reportedly died on Monday morning after sleeping with an electric fan running. The 59-year-old victim, known only by his surname Min, was found dead with the fan fixed directly on him. Oh, but yeah. all research says, hey, if it's got like poor ventilation in your room, then a fan's not the cause of that. That's just the room. You probably oh. would have died anyways. But <laughs> yeah, it's uh, apparently it is an Asian an Asian mm-hmm. myth that if you sleep mm-hmm. with a fan on at night, you will die. So, Winston, do you sleep with a fan on at night? I don't even have a fan in my room, so no. But I, I, I bought a little mini portable one from Amazon for like whenever it gets too hot or too cold. Because like you could blow either hot air or cold air out of that thing. And I genuinely love it. It's great. Yeah. But yeah, I try to. Otherwise, I can't sleep well. But if if it's one of those nights where it's already cold, then I'm just going to snuggle up in my blanket. There's no point in putting on a fan if it's too cold already. But yeah. Unless you need the noise. Oh no, I uh I'm not one of the white noise people. I can't I can't sleep with noises going on. Unless it's rain. I love the rain. Rain noises is great. Do you have any interesting maybe Vietnamese centric lies that you've been told as a child? <laughs> or anything um, that you were told to like keep you in line? Or... Oh yeah. Like um the boogeyman, but that's like everywhere. Like yeah, the, yeah so it's not really just Vietnamese. Um let me think. There's one where you were told about the boogeyman, not boogeyman per se. There's a different word that we call him. What is the boogeyman in Vietnam? Uh, okay. Okay. So oh. it's like, like when we, if you watch John Wick, they call him like Baba Yaga. That's yeah. like their version of yeah. the boogeyman. So like, that's our version of the boogeyman. Yeah. <laughs> um, some, some friends of ours child, I guess at school heard about the boogeyman. Yeah. And they, they had to tell him that now the boogeyman lives in Canada. You're good. Because he came home seriously freaked out about the boogeyman. That's and they were hilarious. like, no, he lives in Canada. You're good. You're all right here. That's he doesn't so have funny. a passport. You're, you're no. okay. Yeah. He's, not, so he's not international. <laughs> because are they building a wall up in Canada, though? Are they building a wall? He could just come over. <laughs> if Trump gets reelected, we're going to. That's the next thing. The Canadian wall. Oh, the Canadian wall. No, we're not talking about any politics. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. yeah. What the hell's wrong uh, with the world these days? I remember I remember there was one. I think my mom used to tell me like I have to wear a coat when I go out because if, if it's you'll catch a cold. cold. 
no, yeah. you'll die from a stroke, is what she said. So, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. they, they yeah. upped it yeah. severely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, just to ensure you don't catch a coat, you're gonna die if you don't wear a coat. So that was our thing. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we're here. You go. Oh, you have some sniffles. Your mom's going. Your brain will stop working. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Jeez, and it's funny. Man. And I'll tell you this: I had a friend in Vietnam at the time. He was like, he was my entire like elementary school years friend. Like we were close. His house is not that far from me. So we, I go over all the time. So I know his mom. I know his family and stuff. I know his uncle and all that. One day his uncle like totally got a stroke. Like he was not being able to move. People had to take care of him. All he could do was just sit and sleep and stuff like that. Like he couldn't even talk anymore. And so I asked my friend, I was like, dude, like what happened to your uncle? He goes, yeah, like he didn't wear a coat when he go outside, so he got a stroke. I was like, oh my what? gosh! So now thinking back, I'm like, I wonder if that's what his mom told him because I f- I should have just asked his mom straight up. But we know for a fact he got a stroke because this is super scary. One time, me and one of his other friend, we came over to his house to look for him, and I knock on the door because it was closed, all the lights was on. I knock on the door. I was like, yo, where you at? And stuff. All of a sudden, in the darkness, I just hear like. Like words that you couldn't understand because this guy had a stroke, so he couldn't properly talk. And we like lost our shit. Like we freaked the hell out. So we just ran. Yeah. So that was that was super that was super weird. Um what still don't know if because he didn't wear a coat or not, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, we we've we've totally veered off into yeah. like, you know, and uh, we're uh, back. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening. Uh, please rate and subscribe us so you don't miss any of our new episodes. If you leave a rating, that helps too. That helps Five us stars. get seen. Five stars, great. Hey, if you want us to talk about something after listening to this, so you go more Pee Wee oh, Herman. Be. You want to listen? Yeah, you want more Pee Wee Pee opinions? Pee Wee opinions? Let us know. Tell us about it. Send us an email at podcastxyz at gmail.com. You can visit us on Instagram. I post whenever we get new episodes out. And you can visit our website to listen to the episodes or find links of other places you can listen to the episodes at podcastxyz.podbean.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next episode. See See you later.